if you're gonna go to medical school and study all hard for all those many years, you might as well do it on a beautiful tropical island, right? At least, that's what Anat was thinking when she signed up for medical classes at Ross University on the Caribbean island of Dominica. Landing on the island is hard, and airport would be a strong word to describe the one little runway in a valley between steep mountains topped by a boiling lake, and no, I'm not kidding. Getting around the island, that's no picnic either. You get these taxi cabs, you know, they're not like yellow cabs in New York. They're these minivans that, you know, a million people can fit on with their chicken boosters, kids. Someone walks on with their baby and they like hand a baby to you. Then the island's rhythms start to lure her in. Amazing. Plush, there's flowers everywhere. It has amazing waterfalls. It has incredible diving and champagne uh, corals. And they have this bar and it's out on, on the water and it's really cool and we've made a nice group of friends. And we all decide, hey, this is where we're gonna spend the next two and a half years. And it's really quite an adventure. It was the good kind of adventure until the first day of school sitting in class and we're all there and no professors show up. We're all sitting, you know, looking at each other and it's this big um, coliseum classrooms and all of a sudden the cleaning guy David shows up and someone asks him like, hey, what's going on? And he says, oh guys, there's a hurricane coming. I'm like, what are you talking about? I grew up in New York City, I've never heard of a hurricane. So we all left. Anat and her friends took refuge while Hurricane Maryland slapped Dominica's shore. But that wasn't the end of hurricane season. Look at this! Look at this rain and wind just roaring across these trees right now. Hurricane Maryland was followed by Hurricane Noel. Just trees down everywhere. Which was followed by Hurricane Oh, look at the rain! It stings when it hits your face. After three consecutive hurricanes, most of the island is stuck with no electricity and no running water for over five weeks. So one day it's really dark. We have no running water, no electricity. My nerdy roommates and myself are studying with flashlights and we often travel between Portsmouth and school or the area around school where a lot of the students live uh, by hitchhiking. So there was this third or fourth semester student and this guy's hitchhiking on the back of a pickup truck and uh, the pickup truck slows down and he jumps off. And the pickup truck takes off and he hears a ping. He looks down and he finds his finger with his ring on it. Who? What's that sound? Oh, that, that was my, my ring. But my finger's still in it. How my ring? Get on the ground with my finger. Somebody cut off my finger. My finger, my ring and my finger, they're on the ground. Don't nobody step over here. Now, calmly or not calmly, he picks it up, and I don't understand how he's not hemorrhaging to death, but um, he picks it up, and uh, he walks into our favorite bar, which is now half underwater, and he solicits people for help. The bar, 
happens to have a freezer hooked up to a generator. These first-year medical students don't know a lot, but they do know enough to pack the finger in ice. There's no hospital on Dominica that can reattach the finger. They have to get them to a hospital in Miami. They've got to get them off this island. My friend David was one of the only people to have a telephone at, at this time. And this is during the 37 days of no water and no electricity. So how David Silverman happens to have a telephone is beyond me. But he has a telephone and he calls the U.S. Coast Guard. He gets hold of someone and they say, look, we can't land the plane on this island because it's, you know, dark. And... Um, there's too many mountains, so you guys either figure out a way for the guy to like go to a real island with lights, or you have to wait until the morning. What's the big deal? It's just a guy's finger. Just a finger? So a group of students got together and realized there was a pathology professor, Dr. Twidell, who had lived on the island and owned a plane. And so we all went down to his house said, can you please help? We need to airlift someone to St. Martin so that then the Coast Guard can come and airlift the student. Dr. Tweedell is not exactly ready and willing to help. This guy's well over the age of 70, 80. They plead, they pressure, they beg, and finally he agrees to fly the plane. But of course, there's a complication. This is Dominica. It's pitch dark. So. If they do manage to get to the airport, there won't be any way to light up the runway. There's no electricity. And even if there were, there are no lights on the runway. This is Dominica, and you can only get there or take off in the daytime. But these super friends are on a mission to rescue this finger, and rescue the finger they will. The friends come up with a brilliant plan. They track down as many cars as they can. They head to the airport to get there. They have to navigate the islands, twisting, turning, two-lane roads at high speed. Even during the day, it's dangerous. They're running out of time. They're running out of time. It's like almost impossible, but people end up managing to get down to the airport. All of the cars and all of the friends and the finger, they all make it to the airport. One by one by one, the cars pull in beside one another on the runway, flip on their high beams. It's enough, just barely enough, to give Dr. Tweedell the light he needs for takeoff. And Tweedell flies him to St. Martin. And from there, he met the airlift people who took him to Miami. And then he ended up getting his finger replaced. It was the longest amount of time that a finger was unattached to a body and then retached. Apparently, it's in some journal. He was so proud of this fact. He should be proud. This guy would have lost his finger without the help of the super friends. A few semesters later, we see this guy, and he comes back, and everyone's like, how's your finger? And he holds out his finger, and it's like, I don't remember it bending, but it's a finger. 
You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.